This video is sponsored by Nebula. Have you ever wanted to watch your boss get dog walked by a tall, hot dom in the middle of the city? What about watching one muscular man turn another muscular man into his hand puppet? <laughs> Literally. Or maybe you're like me and you're just <laughs> really, really, really into leather. Well, if any of the above sounded appealing to you, you would absolutely love the Folsom Street Fair. The Folsom Street Fair is a BDSM street fair that takes place in San Francisco. It was originally started in 1984 and it evolved from a festival called Megahood. The festival takes place on the autumn equinox, marking the definitive end of summer in San Francisco. It takes place in the South Market District and it is an area of San Francisco that is completely cut off and made adults only for the festival. Full some street fair is predominantly an event for the leather community. In an article for GLBTQ by Matthew D. Johnson called Leather Culture, he describes leather as a blanket term for a large array of sexual preferences, identities, relationship structures, and social organizations loosely tied together by the thread of what is conventionally understood as sadomasochistic sex. Now, on the surface, the leather community is about having a fetish for leather gear. But when you dig a bit deeper into the leather community, it is actually far more than just that. There are several different leather competitions where people compete in order to win leather titles. And usually the people who win leather titles are people who have done really intense charity work, usually along the lines of LGBT activism. Leather has been around since the 40s, but it kind of resurged in popularity during the 80s because of the AIDS epidemic and because of how a lot of aspects of BDSM are non-sexual, so they don't require contact. And for some gay men, especially at the time, that felt like it was safer. There's actually a whole season of American Horror Story that kind of talks about this. And I want to say that it is definitely a Ryan Murphy ordeal, but I did actually enjoy a lot of it, especially as an examination of leather culture and the AIDS epidemic. Folsom actually started as a response to the AIDS epidemic. It was primarily a fundraiser for AIDS research and for fighting against AIDS. And it was also a direct response to the sex negative attitude that was starting to come up because of it. Since it's an adults only festival, when you go, you can expect to see some gnarly stuff. As you guys know, I'm part of the BDSM community and I went down to San Francisco to participate in the fair. I was really excited about it. I usually go to the fair with my partner, Victor, but he was busy this year and I kind of wanted to take a solo trip. I was getting that itch to go on a trip. So I decided during my birthday month, I would go to Folsom Street Fair. I actually spent almost a week in San Francisco. Shout out to all of the various followers of mine that I ran into, especially want to give a big shout out to the girls at the Piedmont Boutique who helped me put together my costume for Folsom Street Fair. Thank you so much for just being amazing and having so many things. I really appreciate it. Personally, because Folsom Street Fair is definitely a event where people are either completely naked or dressed in something really interesting, 
I would feel particularly out of place if I didn't have a costume. So I spent a good afternoon running around the hate trying to find a costume. And I ran into so many people in the process of that. So just want to give a shout out to all of the various people who work in the stores in the hate who said hello to me. Really appreciate all of your help that day. Now, like I said, Folsom Street Fair is an adult BDSM street fair and they close off the entire area to make sure that kids don't get in. There are people at every entrance checking IDs and I really love it because it's just a really great collection of sex positive people and it is one of the very few places where it's okay for certain people to experience the sort of public exhibitionist sides of their kink so you just see a lot of really interesting things I will say I mostly love Folsom Street Fair, believe it or not, for the vending. Um, I get most of my leather gear at Folsom Street Fair, and it's great because you get to like try stuff on, and a lot of it can be fitted and adjusted to you. So for me, it's just kind of like the best place, especially as a person who isn't thin. So it's really important for me to actually go and try it on, and I got a bunch of pieces. This is actually a harness by Emma Alamo. This is her Art Deco harness and I actually purchased my first leather gear from her so I was really excited that she was here again if you guys are curious I will link um, her store in the description box below I love her stuff but anyway I think that Folsom Street Fair is definitely one of those things where you're either into it or you're not into it and to be completely clear I don't think that people who don't enjoy stuff like Folsom Street Fair are you know like squares or boring or whatever it is fairly gnarly, and I would say that the vast majority of people who go, go with the expectation that it's going to be just that. I think if you're a person who isn't into BDSM and you are particularly uncomfortable with public exhibitionism, this would definitely not be the event for you, and I can see how in my description of the event, it can sound pretty overwhelming. There's like literally so much more to it than what I've already told you. But it is definitely for me a really unique event and I try to go as much as I can. Now, the reason why I wanted to make a video about Folsom Street Fair is there is a little bit of discourse happening right now about it. And as somebody who was an attendee, I thought that I would just give you guys my thoughts. Before we get into this video, I wanted to let you guys know that it's sponsored by Nebula. Nebula is a creator-owned streaming service that I'm part of that allows creators like myself to create content that they can't quite create on YouTube. Quite frequently, YouTube has made me remove portions of my videos or I've had to edit out some of the things in order to post it onto YouTube. And Nebula is where I'm able to just post my content in full without stifling my voice or sacrificing my content. Currently, there are several videos of mine on Nebula that are exclusively on Nebula in their true form. And the same is true for a handful of other creators like Todd in the Shadow, FD Signifier, Philosophy Tube. Format in a Foreign Land has been uploading some Nebula exclusive content, specifically making content from his cultural perspective. And right now, if you sign up with the link in the description box below, you can get 40% off of an annual membership of Nebula. And it comes bundled with Nebula classes where creators give insight into their creative process. Anyway, let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. You know, when I sat down to make this video, I was a little bit nervous because there's a part of me that almost feels like I shouldn't be drawing attention to Folsom Street Fair because it is a very particular, very specific type of space. And people are often criticizing it. I mean, it is a fair where people are not allowed to 
do sex acts on the street, but they certainly do. And so there's part of me that almost feels like maybe it's not a great idea for me to talk about this. But I sort of feel like as kink becomes more mainstream, there are people like myself who are in the BDSM community who should probably be the ones clarifying some people's confusions around certain things. And so that's why I'm here. Now, because of Leather's history, you're going to see people in the Leather community at both Folsom Street Fair and Gay Pride. And it's become pretty common for people to take pictures at Folsom and represent them as the debaucherous activity happening at your standard gay pride. Now there's a whole episode of my podcast, True Tea with Cat Black, where I talk about kink at pride. But basically what I say is the leather community belongs at pride because the leather community is a pretty central force of LGBT activism and they absolutely deserve to be there because of the work that they've put in. Now, if you listen to the episode, you know that I have not had the most favorable experiences at Pride. But what I will say is that these two scenarios shouldn't really be compared because they're very, very different. One is specifically a leather BDSM kink festival. The other is a festival where they are simply there in attendance and in some gear. It's not really the same thing. And I'm not going to say that they don't occasionally get crazy at some pride festivals because they do. But what I will say is that these are two inherently different situations purely based on the fact that you can't be under 18 and be at Folsom Street Fair. Something that's kind of been making me giggle a little bit are posts like this from gay men. This guy says, ask me again why I can't stand the gay community. It's because of shit like this. Too many people think this is okay. Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco. And yes, that's literally a dude fisting another dude on the street as the crowd watches. Please send the asteroid. (laughs) And he posts pictures of the guy and also what looks like an aerial picture of him apparently getting fisted. Now, here's the thing about this, you guys. You're not technically allowed to do sex acts at Folsom Street Fair. It's not legal and the actual fair very heavily discourages it and says, please don't do it. It's not legal. But of course, people still do it. And so you'll see stuff like this and full on sex splattered throughout the fair. I think that most people who (laughs) hear about Folsom Street Fair usually hear about it because they saw a video of people doing just those things. (laughs) Right? And so that's kind of what a lot of people know it for. And and I feel like (laughs) going to Folsom Street Fair and making a big deal of somebody doing something like this is a little like, okay, girl, I get it. You offended or whatever. But like, that's not the same as this person doing something wrong, right? This is one of the few environments where it's pretty expected that people will be doing some gnarly shit on the street, right? So (laughs) I think it would be kind of silly to go and expect not to see stuff or to expect for everything to cater to your personal sensibilities. I think it's actually really ridiculous to look at anything that anyone's doing at Folsom Street Fair and say, oh my God, I can't believe that these people are misrepresenting the community because it's just not the place you would go to find 
behind vanilla representations of gay relationships. It's just not. To me, it's like complaining that somebody's blasting hip hop music at a hip hop convention. Like, I don't know what you expected. It is quite literally what the gathering is all about. You're going to see the gnarly gay shit at the gnarly gay street fair, right? I'm pretty sure people who are homophobic didn't decide to be homophobic because they like were on a street in San Francisco one day and saw one man put his arm up another man's. Something tells me that they were there before that ever happened. As far as I'm concerned, this dude and the stranger that he just met are just giving each other a special hug in an appropriate environment. Now, there's an ongoing debate about the consensual nature of the exhibitionism that happens at Folsom Street Fair. Some people function from this idea that if you see something you weren't expecting to see, it is a form of consent violation. Like, I kind of get it. Some people are traumatized by BDSM, so they don't want to see it. And so seeing it upsets them. And I understand to some degree that layer of discourse, right? But if you're going to Folsom Street Fair, I, I kind of feel like you do consent to seeing all of the various things that happen there. This guy policing gay men in this context is very, very silly to me. And personally, I don't want to poo-poo their parade. But speaking of poo-poo, um, there was something that did happen at the Folsom Street Fair. And I felt like talking about it because it did sort of challenge a lot of my initial thoughts about the Folsom Street Fair. Now, I'm going to show you a clip from a YouTuber that I love named Nico Aesthetics. Nico Aesthetics is a bisexual man who makes content predominantly about the gay OnlyFans and nightlife drama. (laughs) And um, I think he's really entertaining. So I want to show you a little clip of his, um, give you context for this next portion of the video. And also, you know, just as a way of showing him a little bit of love. Nico keeps me company so often when I'm getting ready. So I figured that I would give him a shout out. Moving forward. (laughs) This was a topic because most people who are old enough to understand This is a specific event that has been going on for decades. I don't understand why y'all are mad. We kind of ate our words because then some gentleman came forth and said that in protest of a lack of consent from people grabbing him at such festivals and other public events, he decided to he decided to smear feces across his chest and back. Nico, what is that? Poopy poop. I'm that bitch. I'm the shit. I'm his poopy. Yeah, that was (laughs) (laughs) that was her so that became an entire dialogue where everybody that was defending Folsom suddenly went okay back to the actual dialogue because we're not going to tie that into it the the idea of bumping into somebody smeared with feces it is sending me into a titty so point is everybody basically said no because even when the conversation of consent came up he himself said 10% of it was consent 90% of it is I'm a skip pig Nico I'm a skip pig (laughs) basically he just enjoys rolling around in poop so it was like 10% social commentary 90% he's just nasty bitch I'm sorry I'm, I'm not I'm not defending that one so yeah that happened. 
Now, for the record, I did not see this person at all. Um, Folsom Street Fair was really, really crowded. In fact, it was like a little overwhelming. I'm not great at crowds, honestly. So I was feeling pretty overwhelmed, but I did not see this person at all. And so it's fascinating to me that we were both at the same convention. But to be honest, I was probably walking in circles for a bit because my sense of direction really sucks. So it doesn't really shock me that I might have missed them. But I just want to make it clear that I did not interact with this particular person that day. I think the situation has started an interesting debate about where exactly to draw lines. And you know, here's the thing. I've got two really solid feelings about this. Firstly, I think it's really important to establish that this is not a really, really common fetish within the BDSM community. And if you were to go to a BDSM dungeon, you are probably not going to walk in on a scene like this for a lot of reasons, right? It's something that's not very popular. So most people don't just assume that they can do that play at Folsom. And honestly, I didn't really see very much exchange of fluids at all at Folsom Street Fair. I mean, there's usually a bit of people doing number one in very controlled environments, but that's not what this dude did, right? Like this dude smeared himself with his mud (laughs) and did it with the intent of potentially bumping into people who bumped into him, right? Like, so this was a person who was intentionally trying to cross that boundary. Like I said, Folsom Street Fair was really crowded. Like there were definitely some situations where I rubbed up against people because I had to, not because I wanted to. And if one of those people was covered in shit, let me just tell you, it ruined my entire day, not to mention my outfit, right? And the people that were trying to defend him and his consent idea basically said that he carried around wet wipes in case anybody accidentally touched him. Bitch, a wet wipe? You put in your feet, you, you woke up that morning, you sat on that toilet, you, you, you had your coffee and you had your bagel and then you reached into the toilet and smeared it on your body. Bitch, if I bumped into you, bitch, if I bumped into you, a, a wet wipe, a wet wipe. And, and that's the thing in this, in this situation, you can't even beat their ass because it's going to make it worse. So I'm just sitting here like... Another reason why I'd personally never go. I mean, on that level, it's just so disrespectful, right? People who participate in this particular fetish generally do so privately, and they generally do so with a lot of conversation with the people involved about health and things like that. A lot of people don't understand that a really central part of BDSM for a lot of people is that the illusion of risk, right? Uh, a lot of us like being very, very secure in a situation where it's a little dangerous, right? At Folsom Street Fair, you will predominantly see things like impact play, aka spanking, and things like rope, right? Like you're not going to see a lot of stuff like this. Yes, there are various people doing sexual things all around you, even though they shouldn't be, and the fair forbids it. Um, But for the most part, you're going to see some pretty surface level stuff. I think this guy was trying to be edgy. Apparently he is into this particular fetish, but I think in this situation, it was just really, really uncalled for. And I think it was really trying to start shit. (laughs) I think there are so many better ways to handle potentially being groped. And honestly, when he... (laughs) 
When I heard Nico talk about this, I immediately thought about how in The Walking Dead, occasionally they will cover themselves with like zombie guts in order to get past <laughs> zombies. I was like, damn, I, didn't, I was not ever expecting someone to do something like that in, in person because boy, would I stay away from you. <laughs> Like, okay, if I saw this at the fair, I might be a little shocked. I might be a little surprised. But at the same time, I would also be at Folsom Street Fair where I sort of expect that thing to happen. At bare minimum, I think that it was a really, really, really shitty thing for him to do. (laughs) I'll see myself out. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Folsom Street Fair? Did you go this year? Would you go? How do you feel about this? Do you think that it's a consent violation? Do you think that the people who go to Folsom Street Fair should sort of anticipate that they're going to see some gnarly things that they might not like? Where exactly do we draw the line here? I'm really curious to know how you guys feel. Like I said, I think that this is one of those things where you either like the street fair or you don't like the street fair. And I really don't understand going to the street fair and complaining that people are doing debaucherous shit, especially if that's the point, right? I don't know. That's how I feel. And I'll be honest, I thought there could be a lot more debauchery. I was a little disappointed if I'm being completely honest. You know, it's my birthday month. I just wanted to have a good time, you know? Anyway, like I said, please share your comments in the comment box below and I will talk to you guys later. I want you to always remember and to never forget that you are beautiful and you are loved. Bye.